Good morning, afternoon. Um, want to uh, say hello to all of our merry agents and and uh, investors across the country. Today is Thursday, December twenty third, twenty twenty one, and this is podcast number three hundred and fifty eight. And I have to say, we sort of debated whether to do this uh, call today because you know we are on the verge of Christmas Eve, which. Uh, good percentage of the people on the call celebrate, but uh, in case any of you do need some help, uh, there are still deals to be made over the next couple weeks, um, and we're here for you. Um, If we don't have a lot of participation today, we will cut it short and let you finish your shopping. Um, We have um, more people than I expected on the call, but certainly not as many as usual. Um, Tim, anything you want to go over this week before we get started? Actually, not much of anything. The only thing that I would just do, this is sort of a let's be let's let's care about the rest of the world thing, and I do that a lot on these calls. And I would just urge you to realize that there are a whole bunch of people that are having tough times right now. And if there's anything that you can find your way clear to go help people walk in the streets that look like they need trouble or have their hand out for help or anything else this year, please do that. Anything that you can do to brighten somebody's life up you might be the difference between them having the worst day you could possibly imagine and thinking that there's some hope for tomorrow. So uh, I'm going to spend some time today doing a bit of that myself. We do this every year about this time. And Anything you all can do to pitch in and help those less fortunate than, than all of us are because we're here today, uh, certainly do that. Realize it's been a challenging year, but a lot of good news in the news lately about some great advances in the treatment of disease and good stuff is happening in the world. And I think that we need to celebrate the fact that uh, we're very fortunate. So that's my, that's my 10 cents. Be happy, be good people. Good job. You lived up to your caller ID of Santa. Thank you. Good, good, good positive words. And uh, pretty, I think we all agree. Uh, Bruce, anything you want to go over? Well, I mean, I was just going to talk about some real estate. That's all. Um, oh, okay? please. Do I need please to, yeah, like, please do. We have what Tim said. <laughs> and by the way, we have no one in the queue. So if you don't jump in, it's going to be a very short call. Hit star six and hit one if you would like to participate. And go ahead, Bruce. Talk about real estate, please. Well, there's kind of two points that I wanted to make for everyone. And number one, and I'll make this fast because we beat this horse a lot, um, is this time of year, you've got just tons of of the leads that you have in your lists and in, in uh, circle prospecting if you're doing any of that and um, really any type of lead that have been sitting uh, thinking about selling a property. And uh, we're starting to hear a lot of people over the past couple of weeks that are saying things like this. And I've, I've heard this from a lot of our all the lead subscribers as well. People saying, yeah, I was going to list in January. I would um, definitely consider moving that up if you were able to present me with a good offer or if you were able to show me a good plan. So we're catching a lot of uh, a lot of folks on the phone that um, have already been thinking. And if you wait, if you sleep on them through this next week, week and a half, um, they're going to come out of the new into the new year um, listing houses with your competitors. So please, please don't sleep on these leads just because you think that they're busy with the holidays. And I completely respect um, your holiday schedule, but you've got a week in between Christmas and New Year's where there's going to be a lot of families at home. They're going to be talking about selling. 
um, now is the perfect time to catch those those folks. So that's the um, one message that I wanted to, to uh, deliver. The um, other, and I'll be going into this in depth over the next month as we roll out a class schedule. Um, one of the classes that uh, that I'm going to be offering to all the lead subscribers or really anyone that's listening to this call over the next month is um, is a class on audience building. And uh, there's really two different types of audience. If you're in the real estate space, I don't care whether you're an investor or you're a real estate agent, there's two different types of audiences that you guys should be focused on. Um, number one, and kind of the low-hanging fruit, is your connected audience. That's your sphere of influence. That's the people that you network with. Um, it's your past clients. Um, so we're going to be teaching you guys a little bit about how to build that. Uh, but the the biggest type of audience that we provide you is your casual audience. So your casual audience are those people that might be on an all the leads list. Um, they might be kind of following you if you blog or do any kind of YouTube video content, things like that. And that's what uh, I want you guys kind of thinking about your lists and the gold that's in those lists with people that you may not have a personal connection with. They might not recognize you in the grocery store if you see them, but they watch what you do, especially if you're properly uh, marketing and prospecting and, um, and, and promoting your business and your value to those people. They're going to follow you and watch you. And I can't tell you how many times I've heard people that were on a list call and say, I got your letters six months ago. I got your letters eight months ago. I see your YouTube channel. I've been watching you for years. And I would have had no idea and I would have given up on that person if I knew them. Uh, but they're watching me that whole time. So I just want to encourage you guys to um, go into the new year thinking about how, you're, how you can um, properly promote your business to the people that are, that are watching you from a distance that might be on these ATL lists. Um, and we're going to teach on that um, pretty heavily here in a couple of weeks. Um, I've got an email almost finished announcing four classes that we're going to do for free uh, for all the lead subscribers in January. So you guys be looking out for that. Um, I just need to kind of finish the formatting of it up a little bit, and it'll be out to you in the next week. That's that's all I have. Excellent. Um, I would add to that, as I usually do have something to add to you guys' great observations. Um, something a little bit unusual this year is the fact that the holidays occur on the weekends. So I suspect that there will be considerably more business done this year over the next couple of weeks and there has been, you know, when the holidays, you know, fall midweek, people aren't aren't inclined to be able to or won't going to want to take the whole week off. So, um, you know, don't just assume that you won't do any. We've noticed that uh, we're having a real good day with sales here, which kind of surprised us, um, you know, two days before the holidays. So don't assume that this is a typical year. I think there's probably a little more opportunity this year to do business than there has been in the past. And whether you're listening to this um, podcast live or listening to it recorded, um, if there's ever a time when I would show up on these calls, it would be over the next month or two. We are going to regularly be rolling out new services and products over the next few months. So it's going to be a great year for us. We want to make it a great year for you. And that's all I got to say about that. Chuck, anything you would like to add? We do have one person in the queue. If anybody else would like to jump in, just hit star six and hit one. Chuck, any, any words of wisdom from you? No pressure. Yeah, 
I was just on, you know, some coaching calls this week and had the opportunity, again, just success stories from subscribers. They're sending out their letters and they're getting people that are hanging on to them and they're getting calls off of letters and they've got closing set up for next week. It was a $500 plus thousand dollar listing on a probate deal that they were able to help the personal representative sell their real estate. So, and it all came from, from the letters. So it, what we do here at all the leads, it works. All right. Well, I don't think you'll get any argument from any of us. <laughs> mm -hmm. Thank you. All right. Well, we guys, we have one in the queue. If no one else jumps in, we'll let you get off the call early. If we have anybody else that would like to jump in, do it now. Hit star six and hit one. Uh, in the meantime, our caller in the queue for now is phone number ending in 2517. You're up, sir, or ma'am. <laughs> hey, it's Sue Steinman. Um, hey, Sue. Hey, I uh, listen to you guys all the time. I've uh, been terrible on my calling. Um, so I think I, I, I listen to all the coaching calls. Anyway, irregardless, my two questions are, there in my neighborhood, there is a new probate. Um, I don't even think it's been filed with the county. The man was in the hospital or something, and he died, and he, of course, had no will. Um, the neighbor told me the family's been back and forth to the home. Um, I wrote a letter, you know, uh, formatted fairly professionally talking about some of the services and I left it on one of the vehicles that, you know, was of course things that come and go. And they, um, and then I also sent the letter via mail to his address, meaning the one in my neighborhood, cause I figured they're forwarding his mail. <clears throat> um, and I gave them HOA information because they apparently come down on the weekends and the HOA is closed. So I have no other contact information about his family whatsoever. And I was just wondering if you had any other suggestions how I might be able to follow up on this lead. Hmm. <laughs> um, so no contact information. You've got, uh, you, you basically just have the decedent's address and it's in your neighborhood, so um, no phone numbers, um, no attorney. Well, they, you know the neighbor, no, the neighbor said they were going to sell, and they were filing the paperwork, but no, but you know, okay. no details of it. All right. So this is a pre-probate then, okay? Yep. Right. Okay. Yep. So, um, did you uh, look up the obituary? No, I didn't do that. That's a good idea. Nope. Okay. There you go. All right. That would be one. The next thing that I would do is um, I would uh, take that obituary record and um, see if it lists any next of kin. And I would go into like a prop stream or a batch skip or 411, something like that, uh, plug their information in. You're going to get a lot of um, false records there, but but I would say um, using one of those skip tracing services, you try to do that with each um, each heir and the decedent, you're probably going to get one or two decent records. And then, of course, when the, all the leads list comes out after they file, they'll be on there. But right now, you're you're trying to catch them before they really appear on any probate records, uh, which is good. 
it's good. So I'd look up obituary first, and then I would use some sort of batch uh, or um, skip tracing service to find, um, uh, plug the heirs in and the decedent and see if any phone numbers come back. And Sue, I think I heard you say that the neighbors said that people have been going by the house. Did I hear you say that or not? Yeah, the relatives come down on the weekend. They took the golf cart. Now the golf cart's back. I don't know. Maybe they had it serviced and well, brought it back. Because one of the most obvious things is just leave a, uh, uh, you know, write a handwritten note and paste it to the front door or write a letter and stick it in the front door. If the relatives are coming and going, I, I, personally, I probably would just put a, I'd probably scotch tape a, a note up there. Hey, uh, please call me about this house. Be be, be pretty vague. Um, but if they're coming and going, that's the person you want to talk to that has access to the house. Chances are one of them is going to be the executor. The only other thing um, that often works, um, you know, maybe as well, maybe not, is uh, send a letter to the deceased at that address and see if it gets forwarded. Well, I did that. I left a letter on the Oh, you did? Specific... Oh. Yeah. Okay. And it it was gone and a different vehicle reappeared. So I, I know they got it. I mean, they just got may it. not be ready to talk to anybody. Um, sure. I also handed a probate. Um, well, I didn't know it was a probate. I was calling on people who hadn't paid their taxes. And long story short, it was a probate that fell off. And I was able to help them get in touch with a lawyer and get their paperwork done. Um, which is almost across the street from where this guy lives or this new probate has popped up at. And <clears throat> this is the second question. I was kind of wondering, and I hope I'm not jumping ahead, but anyway, I was kind of wondering, I'd like to do like a little video that says, why do properties like this go in probate and target my neighborhood? Do you think that that would be kind of cool? Like send a postcard out where they could watch the video if they wanted Bruce, do you know anyone that's done that successfully? Are you there? Tim, Chuck, Bruce, are you there? Sorry, guys. I'm here. I'm Sorry, I'm here. I'm here. Okay. I'm here. Okay, go ahead, Bruce. Uh, yeah, so um, I gave a really long descriptive answer there, and nobody could hear me. I'm just kidding. I hadn't gotten that far. So um, I haven't done that specifically or known anyone that's done that specifically, but um, but personally – I have put a lot of uh, links on postcards and letters, um, and truthfully, I really haven't gotten a whole lot of activity. I've even used those really short text codes as well for uh, for things, and it just doesn't consistently bring in activity. Um, I would give it a try because you never know when you're going to catch that person that is going to type it into their phone or on, onto their computer, but I wouldn't bank on it working. What okay. what um the message that you left on the car um what what did it say? Um it it kind of went into, you know, um you know, sorry for your loss. I actually had met him a few times and then uh. said that huh? Um that you know, um homes going through probate um that I could help with, you know, some of the services, like we say, you know, this or that, and you may or may not need it. And, um, you know, some people are not aware that a property can be sold because, you know, that's another myth that people don't know. And, you know, just kind of gave them some informational information okay. that, you know, know and, you know, kept it pretty yeah. low. 
he didn't ask us. I didn't ask to list their house. Kind of just offered more of a service. Soft pedal. Yeah, Bruce. I don't know what you think about this, but maybe vary the message and be much more direct in the next one. Hey, um, I left you a note previously. Um, I may have somebody interested in this property. Give me a call. Would you do something like that? Um, um, sure. Yeah. Yep. I mean, you're you're just realize that uh, they're really early in the process, and they might not be um, of the mind to sell immediately. Um, it's the, the thing is, is some people want to sell right away. They're they're just rush, 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 and they're not emotionally attached. And other people uh, are very emotionally attached, and they're going to take some time. And we don't know what kind of person this is. So anything that you do runs um, the quote-unquote risk of not being the exact right message for them. So we don't know what their message is, and that's why you want to vary your approaches up. Um, I would probably be more direct. Um, so what do you know? I mean, you drive by the house. Does it look like there's a lot of stuff in there? Does um, it look like they're having a hard time? Um, well, it's the middle of winter, but <laughs> is it the type of house that they maybe are having a hard time with any of the upkeep on? I'd try to take some clues from the, the way that the property looks and offer them something as a lead-in. So in the in the summer, this isn't perfect for you, but in the summer, hey, um, uh, if you need somebody to cut the grass, I, I got the first one covered. Or now it might be, um, hey, I noticed there's a couple of vehicles here. Um, one of the things I do in addition to selling real estate is um, help with any uh, personal property sale or haul-away services, and I do that um, without any expectation of compensation to me. So I'm I'm going to look for something that I can offer as kind of a freebie. Oh, okay. Because I, I do okay. know that they want to – that's what they told the neighbor, next-door neighbor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're not going to keep the property. We're going to sell it. They were pretty – Yep. Great. Uh, try the uh, try the direct approach. Um, hey, I buy properties oftentimes for um, top – dollar or I sell properties and I sell them for top dollar, whatever that message is. But we do want to vary it up a little bit. Um, They told the neighbor, they probably know the neighbor. Okay. They're going to be a little bit less guarded with the neighbor who they either know or they don't suspect of having an ulterior motive than they are with you. They're going to be a little bit more guarded with you. So that's why you're going to want to vary your, your messages up just a little bit. Either that, or if you know the neighbor, um, you might ask for an introduction. So tell the neighbor next time you see them over here, could you um, give them this card and this note and tell them about me, tell them that um, I help with probate. I do all kinds of things, not just buying houses, but I also buy houses. So um, that, if the neighbor's willing to offer um, that recommendation or pass that message along, it may bring some social proof that you don't have being just you leaving a note on the door. Got it. So depends on how well you know the neighbor or whether you think that they might be willing to deliver that message. Because generally, anytime somebody else delivers a message on your behalf and kind of vouches for you, even if they don't know you well, that's going to be received a lot better than you delivering it on your own behalf. Yeah. No, I, I know him well enough. I think he would do it, actually. 
I'm not worried about that. Yep. Okay. Try that. Okay. Sounds great. All right. Thank you so much, Sue. We have another person in the queue. We do have room for uh, more. Hit star six and hit we, one. Go ahead. Go ahead. For a second. Yes, sir. Uh, sure. Was that your second? Was that your second question, or was that your first question? Oh, th that was my second question. Was about dealing with with a, like doing a little video or not? So I got them both. Thank you. Oh, okay. Okay, got it. All right. Go okay, ahead, great. Yeah, I was just going to give a little plug to our next uh, caller. I recognize the name. Um, this gentleman, uh, about as small town in Georgia, about as humble a client as we have, and it seems like he shows up once a year and tells us about his last 10 probate deals that he did. So <laughs> no pressure, Michael. <laughs> How are you today? Yeah, hey, guys, this is Michael White from Charlotte, North Carolina. Yes, sir. I was just giving a plug there for every time we talk to you, you seem to tell us about multiple deals. How have you been doing lately? Uh, we're doing good, man. I appreciate it. So um, yeah. for, my question is this. So for my non-probate clients, people that I've or potential clients that are, that are non-probate, uh, I, I stay in touch with them like 36 times a year, right? And so one of the touches is a uh, like a, a video text message that I send out, you know, four times a year. And it, that's going to be the coming January will be the, the first video text message for the new year. And, and it's a very simple message. It says, you know, hey, John, uh, happy new year, you know, wish you the best of luck. Um, exciting new year, you know, hope, if I can help you achieve your goals, you know, just something very short and sweet, right? And you know, the whole idea is just to create top of mind and awareness. What are your thoughts on trying to apply that same video text with a very generic message like that uh, to a, a probate client that you've spoken to? Because the ones that I'm going to send this to, I have actually spoken to and I've developed some type of relationship with. I think that that's Absolutely. a very good approach. Yep. I would most certainly do that, especially especially having the already spoken with them. That criteria, if you just send it blind or it's a cold text message, that might be a little bit creepy, but exactly the yeah. format that you're that you've outlined there, I would I would most certainly recommend that. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah, I was going to try to you know, I was going to try to focus on any specific topic you know, not try to push selling your house or anything or, any, you know, just keep it very generic and, and wish them the best for a happy new year. So I thought it would be mm -hmm. okay. I would uh, I would also, so if you're doing that four times with circle prospecting or your different kinds of leads, I'd probably try to do that three or four times with your probate leads that you've had a, a dialogue with. Um, one would be generic, maybe tied to um, to the holidays or a holiday my others would be um, information-based. So, um, hey, uh, Sue, I don't know. I, I'm getting – I'm kind of – Sue was just on the phone, so I'm just going to use her name. Hey, Sue, uh, do we uh, just spoke a week ago. Um, uh, it was great talking with you. Um, I was uh, thinking about you, and I thought this might be, help, uh, be helpful for you while you're going through the probate process. One of the things that people – uh, frequently run into when they're settling an estate is uh, needing to coordinate an estate sale. And um, doing that yourself can be a challenge. That's why I recommend this company, this company, and this company for estate sales. And then maybe okay. the next time, do it with cleanout crew. And the next time, maybe do it with um, taxes and accountant. So I'm going to um, recommend or, or 
think that you should probably do three to four texts to those people as well, just offering a little bit of value each time um, through some connections or through some recommendations. All right. Yeah, sounds good. I appreciate that. Anything else we can help you with, sir? That's it. Thank you very much. All right. Awesome. Well, that is Michael, the you. last one in the queue. I'm going to call last call, and we'll let you all get back to work and uh, shopping. If you would like to jump in real quick, hit star six and hit one. Um, I guess not. Uh, Tim, I, I appreciate your opening words. I uh, Anything you want to close with or anything else you want to share before we go? No, not really. Not really, other than, than – uh, you know, we just certainly wish you the very, very best possible time with you and your family and anyone that you love and that loves you. Bless you all and have a wonderful holiday. And we appreciate you. And we are looking forward, like you said, to a great next year. But this is the time to think about your family and, you know, enjoy it. And the only other thing I'd say is that remember the period of time between uh, Christmas and New Year's, that's a time where a lot of your competition is going to be sitting at home doing nothing, and it's a great time for you to get out there and get the job done. And I can't tell you, you know, we've been doing this now for quite a few years, and every year on our call that we come back to after the holidays, people tell us something that happened during that span of time that had they not done anything, it wouldn't happen. So I would encourage you to make uh, make use of that time, enjoy your time with your family, uh, eat, drink, and be merry, but uh, get up on Monday and get after it and get some stuff done. Uh, there are going to be people there that need your help and would be waiting to get that call, and it'd be opportune. So do that. Well said. I want to thank – again, I want to echo you guys have a great holiday weekend. Um, we will do our last – we will be here for our last call of the year next Thursday. I want to thank each and every one of you for being here, um, not only today but throughout this last year. I want to particularly thank the two that actively participated, and I would say take one of the several great ideas you heard on this call, stay busy over the holidays, have fun, but stay busy, make some money also, and, uh, you know, take one of these ideas, put it into practice, and please come back next Thursday and share the results with the group. Take care, everybody. Have a Merry Christmas, great weekend, and we will talk to you at the same time next Thursday.